1: Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's the champions against the league leaders in Glasgow as Brendan Rogers goes for a first ever win against Stevie Clark's Kilmarnock. Craig Levine and Neil Lennon have had quite a week and they face Mullerwell and Hamilton respectively. Rangers can only watch all this with interest before either catching up or taking advantage at Dundee tomorrow. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me today, Alex Ray, Mark Wilson and Hugh Kevens in the studio. We have the top team all around the grounds and what a show we have for you this afternoon because it's also our cash Kids sports auction incredible prizes for you to win all the while raising money for a great cause. So let's not hang about, let's go straight to Celtic Park and get team news ahead of Celtic, and Kilmarnock with Ronnie Charters and Gordon DL.
2: Yeah, Gentlemen, good afternoon, a big afternoon in store, a chance for the winners to go top of the table this afternoon and for Celtic, they make six changes this afternoon for this game from the 1-1 draw with Mullerwell. Most notably, Scott Brown down to the bench and Kieran Tierney out altogether. We understand he is feeling unwell for Celtic. It's a 4-2-3-1 formation, Craig Gordon and Gola back four. Mikael Lustig, Jozo Siminovic, Philippe Benkovic and Emilio Izagiri, Carla McGregor and Tom Rogic in the midfield. James Forrest, Ryan Christie and Scott Sinclair all behind the lone striker of Odson, Edouard. The subs, Bain, Hendry, Brown, Griffiths, Gamboa, Hayes and Incham. For Kilmarnock three changes, it's a 4-5-1 formation. Daniel Backman in goal, a back four of Stephen O'Donnell, Scott boy, Stuart Findlay and Greg Taylor. Rody McKenzie, Gary Dicker, Aaron Tishbola, Alan Power and Jordan Jones make up the midfield all behind Greg Stewart. subs Mcdonald, Boyd, Injolly Waters, Mellon, Brophy and Buck. The referee is Nick Walsh. Gordon DL your thoughts on this one?
3: Well in on December the 8th Ronnie I never thought I would say that the league leaders come to Celtic Park um, full of confidence you've got to say. What a job Stevie Clark's doing down there at Rugby Park. Terrific game in store. Best game in Scotland by far. Packed house. Both teams will have a go and there'll be plenty of goals, so plenty of excitement here this afternoon.
2: Huge three points in store. Who will end the day top of the table? We don't have to wait long to find out. Kick-off 3pm here at Celtic Park. It's Celtic versus Kilmarnock.
4: I think what Leicester have done to to probably every team other that aren't, say, a so-called big club, is that they've made the impossible possible.
5: They're allowed to do that. They're supporters. We have to allow them to dream. We have to allow them to think about uh, crazy things. We have to... We have to We have to keep our feet On the ground
1: So football is Very much An important topic For us this afternoon But so is the Cash for Kids Sports auction Some incredible prizes Some truly money Can't buy prizes And all the while Raising money For children who need it most Here in Glasgow And the West So what is not to like We've got some prizes Some all day prizes That are going to run From now Until the end of the show So they're going to be Running all day Let me just quick You Bring you up to speed With them Because you're going to Want to keep an eye on these As the afternoon progresses The first one The road to Wembley The final countdown This has been up and running For a couple of days And it was donated By James Mortimer uh, So big thanks to James For supporting Cash for Kids Once more Now here's the prize What a prize this is Hugh Kevens. Oh, I know yes. you like this one oh, You've oh, got a wee yes. glint In your eye When we start talking About this one Now you're going to Head off in style To the Wembley uh, The FA Cup final At Wembley On the Friday You'll kickstart your day With a champagne breakfast In either the grill room At 29 in Gladwell, Glasgow, uh, or Rogano in Glasgow You're then going to be driven to Glasgow Airport Flying to London Two nights accommodation in a five star hotel In London's West End Two tickets uh, for the Friday evening To a West End show of your choice And then two tickets to the FA Cup Final At Wembley on the Saturday You then fly back to, to, to Glasgow on the Sunday I mean, Hugh Evans, what a prize that is
6: What a weekend It is sensational And this is not... Auction time This is something that Everyone can get involved in This does not require Millionaire status Everyone's got
1: a chance in this one Exactly For the chance to win the road to Wembley All you need to do is text FINAL to 84902 That's text the word FINAL To 84902 Before 5.45 tonight So you've got a bit of time But you might as well Just go and do it right now Because the text only cost A standard network rate Plus a £5 donation And every penny of that Goes to Cash for Kids Now for the full details Plus the T's and C's And online entry Go to Clyde1.com Hugh That truly is A new brainer A no brainer I should say For a fiver You get the money To Cash for Kids Those children need it the most And you might win An incredible prize And listen
6: I can't take part Because I've no idea What texting
1: final To any number means But text final To
6: 84902 Go
1: on. Yeah you need to do it before 5.45 tonight Now a couple of other all day prizes That are going to be running all afternoon The road to Hamden Again donated by James Mortimer A very similar prize with a Scottish twist So enjoy pre-match hospitality at Citation debenture seating at the Scottish Cup final At Hamden You and a guest Will enjoy a fantastic day Out at the Scottish Cup Final Uh, On arrival at Citation You'll be welcomed With a glass of champagne If that's your thing uh, Followed by a delicious Three course meal With drinks Then driven to Hamden To watch the match From the bench or seating And you even get taken Back into Glasgow City Centre After the match as well So that's another one That's going to be running All day Now this is the, the Traditional Auction if you like If you want to bid for that Give us a call 0141 565 2356 That's 0141 565 2356 Write that number down Because you're going to need it Before the afternoon Is out The third one Hugh Keevans This is of no use to you Because you can't drive And you don't have a car uh, but But to the Celtic fan In lady, your life Lady Keevans drive. That's true What a prize this would be Just before Christmas For the Celtic fan In your life A Lisbon Lions Number plate LL67WON You like the sounds of that? Mark Wilson, yes. I'm thinking yes Alex Ray, yes. possibly not But still we get, We'll let you away with that <laughs> LL67WON One for the Celtic fans uh, Not to miss The 67 uh, team obviously being m- Remembered on, on your licence plate Hugh yeah. Keevens can you imagine? It? So uh, keep your history alive Show your support of that great team uh, Again by calling 01415652356 Uh, And the final all-day prize to tell you about Has been donated by a friend of the show, John Higgins He was in here recently Two tickets and passes to the first weekend Of the World Championship Snooker At the Crucible in Sheffield That's the 20th of April, 2019 It also includes travel from Glasgow Four-star hotel for two nights And a tour of the Crucible from John Higgins himself When I said money can't buy, I meant it You can't just go into the shop and pick up something like this A money-can't-buy experience all trying to raise money for children who need it most. Oh one four one five six five two three five six. So they're running all afternoon. A lot to look forward to, Hugh Keevens. Yeah, I
6: can't stress often enough that you don't need millionaire status to go for the biggest prize of all, the one kindly donated by James Mortimer, the one that takes you to London, the Two Nights the Five Star Hotel, the FA Cup final, a London show. All you have to do is text final to eight four nine. That's the main prize And it's open to all the rest If you're a Celtic fan Wow That license plate is definitely for you Snooker fans The John Higgins prize
1: And of course The cup final Get the auction going now Yes, for the full auction items and listings All the details You can head to our Twitter feed At Clyde SSB uh, And find out a bit more If you so wish Let's ca- crack on with the football Lots to get excited about um, In the not too distant future Before we do that though uh, Let's go upstairs to our auction room Duncan Leaven is there He's got some prizes That are only running from now Until three o'clock So you really have to listen carefully And be quick with these Because they're only running uh, For the next hour or so Duncan
7: Good afternoon, Gordon. Welcome to the auction room. I can tell you that the four lots we have for you this hour, uh, the first one, lot one, the Partick Thistle package, uh, donated by Partick Thistle Football Club, of course. Hospitality Hospitality for two at Partick Thistle against Dundee on the 17th of February. And also a signed ball and shirt, plus the opportunity for one lucky young fan to be a mascot for the day. Now, that's not on the 17th of February. That can be a date to be agreed in advance. But if you fancy taking part in that and bidding for the Partick Thistle package, hospitality for two at Partick Thistle against Dundee, then give us a call 0141-565-2356. Lot two for the golfers out there. A four ball at the award-winning Belfry Golf Club donated by Brian Miller and the team at VP Hire Station. Thank you to them for that. This is you and three guests. You will enjoy a four ball at the award-winning Belfry Golf Club Caulfield. you can bid for your chance to play on the Brabazon, that's the main tournament course, and uh, I know there's a very long waiting list to actually play in that course, so you could get ahead of the queue by phoning 0141 565 2356 and get on a four ball at the award winning Belfry Golf Club. Lot 3 Celtic Super Package, this is donated by Celtic Football Club, you and your guest will go to Celtic's upcoming match against Hamilton on the 26th of January next year Complimentary hospitality will include pre-match drinks one hour before kick-off. You'll have refreshments and a buffet at the halftime interval and also post-match drinks, plus an official signed ball and a shirt from the current team and, uh, finally, a stadium tour on the day as well. Fancy that? 01415652356. And the final auction item for this hour, Gordon, is the Rangers Super Package, donated, of course, by Rangers Football Club. Two director box seats and uh, Rangers Blue Room Hospitality. It's a game of of sorry, a game from two director box seats and hospitality in the blue room for a game between January and April. So you can decide your game, and you get two director box seats and the hospitality in the blue room, and an official signed ball and shirt from the current team, and finally a stadium stadium tour of Ibrooks for six up to six people. If you fancy bidding on that, 0141 565 2356.
1: Some great prizes. They're only open until three o'clock, remember, so you've got to be quick, Alex Ray and Mark Wilson. Uh, we'll we keep, we keep a wee eye out on that four ball at the Belfry if that doesn't take <laughs> off. Uh, yes, yeah, we'll, a uh, uh, Gordon deal I don't know if he would pay his way, but we could maybe. I'm sure we could get something together yeah. uh, on that one. Right, let's go around the grounds and get team news because some fantastic fixtures, a really busy show for us this afternoon. Let's go firstly to... Tyne Castle, Hearts against Motherwell, Fraser Wishart.
8: As you said, Gordon, good fixtures to my former teams here, the pitch looking great, the fans will turn up and big numbers have been pointing to an exciting match, it's in seen like the last game when they played here earlier on this season it was 4-2 for Hearts in the, in the League Cup So, but both teams could do with a result, particularly Hearts after a brilliant start of the season, a bit of a sticky patch, no wins since they beat Dundee here in October but they're only four points behind the leaders, injuries to key players, haven't helped nor have refereeing decisions recently but they must fancy the chances against Motherwell at home and uh, Motherwell will come here back at that good point against Celtic during the week but I watched them against Livingston last week and they were very very poor and they're still too close to the bottom, sure, for Stephen Robinson's like It must be frustrating for him. A couple of good results and a poor performance. Benjamin's haven't helped him either. Carson Hartley and Cadden are all missing today and they are absolutely key players for Stephen Robinson. Looks like a 3-5-2 for Hearts. Zdenek Lamal is in goals. Back three, Martin Smith, Clement DiCamona and Christoph Berra. Across the middle, Marcus Godinho, Arno Jum, Peter Herring, Oliver Bozanich and Dimitri Mitchell with up front, Sean Clare and Stephen McLean. The subs for Hearts, Colin Doyle, Ollie Lee, Craig Whiten, Aaron Hughes, Ben Garuccio, Harry Cochran and Cal Morrison for Motherwell, looks like a 4-3-1-2 formation, Mark Gillespie and goals back for Richard Tate, Tom Aldred Carl McHugh and Charles Dunn back in the team after a long term injury in midfield Liam Grimshaw Alex Rodriguez-Goran and Andy Rose with David Turnbull the man of the moment playing really well just now in behind Curtis Main and Danny Johnson the subs for Rohan Ferguson Alan Campbell Ryan Bowman Gail Biggin and Mana, Christian Bulu, Adam Livingston and young James Scott and the referee today who will win the line of fire from Craig Levine is Willie Collum
1: and in episode 2 of Lanarkshire against Edinburgh it's Hamilton against Hibbs Roger Hannahs watching that one
9: yeah I heard Dan's mention earlier on that you wouldn't have believed the 8th of December that was Colmar- going to Celtic Park, top of the league. On the 6th of October, when Hibbs beat Hamilton 6-0 at Easter Road, you wouldn't have thought we'd be here more than two months on, waiting for Hibernian's next win, but it was a dreadful one. They've lost four, they've drawn three, including 2-2 home draws against the bottom two, St Mirren and Dundee, in the last couple of weeks, and they're under pressure. After this with this back-to-back home games against Celtic and Rangers for Neil Lennon. And they haven't won here since that fateful playoff first leg back in May 2014. They won 2-0, a couple of goals by Jason Cummings, and we all know what happened to them after that, Gordon, so it's a big afternoon for the Berlin. not quite as big for Hamilton yes, they lost 4-0 at Dundee in midweek, but they have won a couple of their last five games and are still managing to keep both Dundee and St Mirren at arm's length in that fight to stay up in the Premiership, Aki's today they go with Jan Mucha in goal, it's a back four of Aaron McGowan, Ziggy Gordon, Matt Kilgallen and Leonard Sower. across the middle Doogie Emery, Darian McKinnon, Tom Tayo, and James Keatings, with Mikhail Miller up top alongside Rakish Bingham on the bench for Martin Canning's men Woods, McMahon, Bloomfield, Want, Martin, Boyd and Brustad. As for the Neil Lennon again, shuffles his pack after disappointment in midweek, the 2-2 home draw with St-Mirnard. Bogdan stays in goal at the back. Charolampus, Mavrias, Effie Ambrose, Ryan Porteous, and Mikel Nellum. Across the middle, Martin Boyle, Vakintas, Slivka, Stevie Marlin, and Lewis Stevenson. And up top, Florian, Camberry and Oliver Shaw. On the bench, Whittaker, Forgan, McLaren, Heinemann, McGregor, Allen and Marciano. The referee at the Hope CBD Stadium we all know how important the referees are this week, Gordon. It's Bobby Madden.
1: Yeah, I think we'll get back to that one a bit later on. Andrew McLean is at the Tony Macaroni Arena, looking ahead to Livingston and St Mirren.
10: Yeah, Good afternoon, as you said, Livingston against St Mirren here and to be honest I'd like to know what the final cash auction would be for uh, a ticket to this game on a cold December afternoon but the home side, well they haven't been on the best run of form recently have they uh, a great start under Gary Holt but it's not been going so well in the past few weeks a defeat to Kilmarnock midweek means they've only won one of their last six matches but the Lions boss is targeting this one as a game to try and get them back on track meanwhile St Mirren, well they're the only team in the Premiership yet to win away from home this season two draws and five defeats on their travels so far and they won't take confidence from the fact that the last game between these sides this season the only meeting between them so far was a 2-0 win for Livingston they line up in a 3-5-2 today, it's Liam Kelly in goal, a back three of Declan Gallagher, Craig Halkett, and Alan Lithgow, the midfield five, Stephen Lawless, Sean Burns, Scott Pittman, Keegan Jacobs, and Ricky Lamy. Ryan Hardy returns up front alongside Dolly Menger. The substitute, Stuart Cadden, McMillan, Burns, Sibold, Hamilton, and Lawson. As for St. Mirren, it looks a similar system for them today, Danny Rogers in goal, a back three of Anton Ferdinand, Alfie Jones, and Jack Baird. Five across the midfield, Lee Hodson, Paul McGinn, Stephen McGinn, Ryan Edwards, and Ethan Eragon, Adam Hamill is supporting Simeon Jackson up top. The substitutes Linus Eckersley, McPherson, Willock, McShane... Bredson and Smith and the referee which I'm sure will be of interest to many for this one is Andrew
11: Dallas
1: another one we will watch with interest I'm sure as the afternoon progresses Dave Galloway is watching Aberdeen St Johnson
11: thank you Gordon the Dons are determined to build on Wednesday night's excellent win over Rangers at Tybrox, and they're targeting another three points today to maintain momentum during a very busy December but St Johnston's feel good factor from an impressive seven match unbeaten run which includes six clean sheets increased further yesterday, with boss Tommy Wright putting pen to paper on a new deal through to 2022. Looking at the team lines then, in comes Scott Wright and Stevie May for Aberdeen, out go Niall McGinn and Sam Cosgrove. It's Joe Lewis in goals, a back four of Shea Logan, Scott McKenna, Andy Considine and Max Lowe. Sitting midfielders Dom Ball and Graham Shinney. Attacking midfielders Connor McLennan, Lewis Ferguson and Scott Wright up top Stevie May. The substitutes, Czerny, Forrester, Gleeson, Wilson, McGinn, Campbell and Anderson. As for St Johnson, well, just the one change for them. Ross Callaghan is in. Blair Alston is out. Xander Clark is the keeper. Across the back, Richard Foster, Joe Shocknessy, Liam Kerr and Scott Tanzer. Midfield, David Wotherspoon, Ross Callaghan, Murray Davidson and Liam Craig up front. Matty Kennedy and Tony Watt. The subs for the Saints today, Hurst, Alston, Kane, McMillan, Nydam, Scoogle and Gordon. And the all-important match referee here at Pataudry, Don Roberts. On.
1: Hugh Keevens, what a day of football we have in store this afternoon
6: Yeah, and we've named and shamed every referee who's <laughs> taking part in them So we'll get round to that later on But we had a sensational midweek of football Amazing goals from Adam Hamill Amazing decisions like the moment of fantasy That gave St Johnson a penalty against Hearts Aberdeen on the rebound from a lost cup final Winning at Ibrooks. It was incredible stuff The product is on the rise And today In terrible weather Let's hope that continues to be the case Mark and Alex Plenty to look forward to Can't wait You know big
12: games again And none more so than The top of the table clash At Celtic Park Kilmarnock been there And done it before And went away from Celtic Park With a point before Can he do it again today Get a feeling Celtic might be too strong For them this afternoon
13: Yeah plenty of battles uh, Across the board Gordon Can Aberdeen continue to do it Can some and pick up points on the road game of the day for me Celtic Come on, really looking forward to it all
1: Cash for Kids Sports Auction well underway remember the all day prizes going to run throughout the course of the afternoon the road to Wembley uh, being one of them road to Hamden the Lisbon Lions number plate and the Snooker World Championship experience but you're going to have to be quick on the lots that are only open until 3 o'clock you've only got 40 minutes for the Partick Thistle package the 4-ball the Belfry the Celtic Super Package and the Rangers Super Package 01415652356
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years
1: Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan And today's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard We've got the top team all around the grounds as well Looking ahead to Celtic Comarnock, Hamilton Hibbs Hearts Motherwell, Livy St Mirren And Aberdeen St Johnson It is also our Cash for Kids sports auction One of the most important days In our sporting calendar We have some prizes Some cracking prizes That are running all day And we have some That are only open Until three o'clock So let's go back up To the auction room And get a quick update On the bids coming in From Duncan
7: Gordon, the phones are ringing off the hook this afternoon. The road to Hamden, donated by James Mortimer is at £1,000 just now. The unique Lisbon Lions number plate, LL67WON, you could bid for that. That's at £1,150. That's the latest auction bid on that. The John Higgins Snooker World Championship Experience, it's at £300. And in our hourly lots, these are the ones that we're going to knock down just before three o'clock. The Partick Thistle package, this is hospitality for two, sign ball and shirt and also the chance to be a mascot at Fur Hill for the day. That's at three hundred pounds. Four ball at the award-winning Belfry Golf Club. Fancy playing there? Well, it's at two hundred pounds. You could—I mean, how much would it cost you to pay that? Play that course ordinarily? Two hundred pounds. It's a steal. 01415652356 If you can up that bid, the Celtic Super Package, donated by Celtic FC, is at six hundred and fifty pounds. This is a hospitality at the Hamilton game on the twenty-sixth of January. Pre-match drinks, refreshments, and buffet, and. The signed ball and shirt from the club and the stadium tour, £650, and the Rangers Super Package. This is two director box seats, Rangers Blue Room hospitality uh, for any game between January and April. You can decide that with the club if you are the top bidder. Plus, you get the official signed ball from the and a shirt from the current team and a stadium tour of Ibrox Stadium. £600 is the highest bid for that so far. We're knocking these ones down at three o'clock this afternoon. Give us a call, make a bid for Cash for Kids. 0141 565 2356.
1: Mark Wilson, you like the look of that one at the Belfry, don't you? Will we go will oh, we go four hundred for that? Yeah. Let's try and drive that one yeah. up a bit. Alex Ray, you fancy that? He's nodding away. He's Absolutely. not got much choice. I've put you on the spot no, no, now. No, We'll go 400 for the <laughs> Belfry Yeah I like that I like the sound of that uh, Right let's crack on with the football But before we do that Remember The all day prize I know, I know the way auctions work Some of you will be thinking I can't afford to bid on these Well you can On the road to Wembley Because it only costs you A fiver It's an incredible prize And your fiver goes to charity anyway So what's what's not to like For the chance to win On the road to Wembley Text FINAL To 84902 That's text FINAL To 84902 And you have until 545 Tonight champagne breakfast Return flights from Glasgow to London Two nights in a five star hotel Two tickets to the FA Cup final
6: Listen we've made a very optimistic start Some of the figures that Duncan has been reading out there Are highly pleasing indeed We won't politicise this matter But child poverty is getting worse Not better We are only trying today To make a contribution And it's an important contribution
1: Let's go back to Celtic Park I'm interested in the omission of Scott Brown Because last week Gordon DLU, You of course Were adamant mm. That he would play Against Aberdeen and, and then he didn't And this week Your old pal Hugh Keevans Joined in He was adamant That he would play This afternoon <laughs> And again he doesn't So first to you Hugh Keavans, um Explain yourself
6: Well I, I thought And I still think that Things get a bit tasty In the middle of the park At Celtic today uh, It's a huge game Kilmarnock do arrive proudly as the league leaders. Celtic want to sit in that position by five o'clock. I thought Brown's combative qualities might have been needed here. But Brendan Rodgers clearly wants to play Kilmarnock off the park. Uh, And so he has omitted the captain and left him on the, the, the subs bench. So that was my reasoning. And... Would you believe it, I was wrong When I came in today,
12: I mean me and Hugh were having a conversation I agreed, I thought Scott Brown would have played today I like I, that's
1: your honesty because yeah. you've got I, hindsight here You could have just said I, I that and you wouldn't said,
12: play Yeah but I did but because I thought he came into the team uh, midweek Okay a poor result but I didn't think he did anything wrong I thought he actually played well And I just thought similar reasons to Hugh It um, uh, might be a, a lively encounter And I thought he would have sat in there so uh, I'm surprised but Brandon Rodgers obviously going for the formula that served them well when Scott Brown was injured Gordon Deal what do you think?
3: No I'm not surprised I thought uh, Scott Brown would be left out this afternoon <laughs> no honestly I, and the reason why I think it's because it's at home Kermannock will come here yes they top of the league and going great guns but they'll string five across the middle of the park they'll try and make it very difficult for Celtic they've got good pace in the flanks Greg Stewart up front is a handful he's been a terrific signing for them but I think Celtic will have the majority of the ball itself Celtic part and that's why I think he's brought McGregor in there and he's let the other four in front and the Edward up front go and win the game for them and that's the reason I think and just on the Belfry I'll be a guest to anybody that wins
1: it (laughs) you'll you'll contribute trust me Uh, let's just get a take from some of the other guys on that Roger Hanna and Fraser Wishart will bring you two in Um, are you surprised not surprised to see Scott Brown drop out again?
8: I'm not no. particularly surprised to be honest with you I think Celtic have played so well with uh, with him out the team and with uh, Callum McGregor in that midfield area so uh, they're, they're, they're fluent and uh, it's an interesting one because I think now Scott Brown has been such a fixture in the team but of course he's out of contract at the end of the season, we don't know where he's going to be playing, if he is at Celtic or he's, he's going to move away and uh, just by chance really, him being out injured has given McGregor that chance and he's such a terrific footballer, he's a clever footballer and of course there'll still be games when Scott Brown will come back in and midweek and, and in Europe etc but uh, for games like this clearly Celtic want to take the game to Kilmarnock and time after time when the chips are down and they didn't play well during the week and there's a poor end to, to, to that game for them But when it comes down to the big games and this is a big game today Celtic have come out of the traps and they've absolutely destroyed teams and I, I expect them to win by a couple of goals today so not a big surprise to me.
9: I think the most significant piece of team news at Celtic Park today is the injury absence of Kurt Broadfoot because mm. Kilmarnock's defensive record has been absolutely terrific and Broadfoot has been key to it He's experienced. He's a good organizer. He's a good talker. And the two centre halves today, Stuart Finlay and Scott Boyd, they both benefit from being next to Broadfoot. But they haven't played together a great deal, Gordon. Interesting to see how they cope with Edward and the movement of the five behind Edward.
1: Okay, let's hear from both managers then. Starting with the home boss, Brendan Rodgers. Been a tough team to play against. Um,
4: so, um, so yeah, now it's. They set up in a way that makes it very, very difficult for you. For you, you know, they haven't conceded and you know uh, a few games either. So, um, so yeah, you have to be really patient in the game against them um, because, like I say, they, 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 they bank up really tight and get good players on the counter attack. So, uh, so yeah, so we uh, we have to be at our very best to to get a result.
5: The chat about top of the league and great runs and. Great calendar years, it's really quite irrelevant. It's the fact that the supporters come to the game now and they look forward to coming to watch the team. That's important to me. I mean, You only have to look at the last seven trophies that have been up for grabs in Scotland since Brendan came to Celtic. Celtic have won them all, you know, so it's going to be difficult. I think what what's happened this year is it's it seems to be a little bit more competitive. You get to December and we're lucky enough to be top
1: of the table just now. Well, let me bring all the guys again back in on this Roger um, and Fraser I'll start with you out and about today We had a bit of a joke It was sort of tongue-in-cheek at the start You know, we're keeping an eye on referees Is that unfair Or is that genuinely where we're at In, in the current climate?
8: Well, I think in today's game uh, Referees play a big part And they're well paid And, and rightly Just like players and just like managers uh, Their performances are under under scrutiny I think sometimes The level of stick that they get uh, can, can, can be over the top But uh, the decisions this week have been bizarre, you know. Sometimes you can see they be a tackle in the box, and you, some people think it's a penalty, some people think it's not, so it's up for, for debate. But uh, the decisions this week have just been quite bizarre. I mean, I, I don't know what Andrew Dallas saw during the week. Uh, with Peter Haring standing still and gave a penalty kick. The uh, decision last weekend in the, in the cup final as well, when that Dominic Ball heads it off his own his own hand. I, I thought Sam Cosgrove was unlucky with his second yellow card, and uh, so yeah, it, it's been a, it's been a, a difficult week for referees, but uh, they play a big part in our game and you even said earlier, the game is flying, the game is, is great, there's great competition, there's good football, there's excitement every week, and referees play a big part in that, so sometimes the stick over the top, but this week, I think quite rightly, these decisions have been analysed and, and, and it's just it's hard to hard to fathom what, what they actually see sometimes
9: Yeah, and listen Gordon, as you always say they're not bent, they're not crooked they don't have any underlying issues the problem is, they're just not very good at the minute, we yeah. don't have a good batch of referees in the country, so We need to go back to basics, we need to train the referees. If players aren't very good, you train them and you make them better, you improve them. And it should be the same for referees. The SFA should do more to improve the batch of referees rather than putting their head in the sand. And also, they should research, and I know there's going to be a high-level meeting in the new year with the SFA, the SPFL and clubs... They need to look at ways of bringing in technology that will help referees get the decisions right
6: Roger, we do love a summit conference in this country And as you rightly say, there's one coming along on the subject of referees No one is trying to pin people against the wall However, the decisions that are being taken And midweek highlighted a lot of them Are incredible The decision by Andrew Dallas to give St. Johnston a penalty is purely and simply a moment of fantasy. There is no penalty. It is a phantom penalty decision. And yet, it may have cost Hearts two points. Uh, So, the standard isn't good enough. It's plainly transparently not mm. good
1: enough and I mean Roger Han I don't mean to pick on, on individuals but it's sort of unavoidable Andrew Dallas is refereeing in the top flight again today two consecutive games two more than questionable penalty decisions uh, well you know we always talk about players about you know having to p- put things out their mind and concentrate on the performance and ignore the pressure and all the rest I, I mean I assume the same has to apply to the guys like him this afternoon
9: yeah, it's a couple of dreadful decisions I mean, the, the one on Sunday at Hamden the only thing you can say is at least it didn't affect the outcome of the Betfred Cup final but, but the one at Perth on Wednesday night anyone else who's seen it is baffled by the decision, Gordon and we talk about the competitive league the competitive nature, the tight nature of the top six. Those two points could be the difference at the end of the season between Hearts perhaps qualifying for Europe or missing out to a St Johnson or a Kilmarnock or an Aberdeen or a Hibs. They, they could be crucial points for Hearts in the final analysis and and it's not good enough.
1: Uh, Fraser, what about... I mean, there's a lot of talk, and this is nothing new, but it seems to have picked up a head of steam again this week about VAR. Craig Levine had his little tongue-in-cheek comment, I think, yesterday about Celtic and Rangers perhaps picking up the bill. On behalf of the rest of Scottish football, do you think there's a? I mean, I think there is certainly an appetite. Is, is, is it, how realistic is it that we see that at some point in the future?
8: Well, I think there's certainly an appetite for it, but I think in terms of of decisions recently, you know, VAR shouldn't be required to to, to not give the penalty kick during the week. You know, that was just straightforward, and I don't think Andy even had a clear view when you paused it. So, so goodness knows what happened in that situation. The problem with with VAR is we don't have enough cameras at our grounds and if you're going to have var for all premiership games then to be fair you're going to have to have the same number of cameras at every game and the same opportunity for all the teams, just for just for integrity. I mean, it wouldn't be fair that Dundee and Rangers tomorrow have DAR and there's 12, 15 cameras, and, and I'm here at, uh, or even maybe more relevant is, is Andrew at Livingston against St Murm. You know, St Murm and Dundee are, are down near the bottom of the table. So it's got to be a fairness there that St Murm and Dundee or at the top of the table, that they have the same opportunity to use VR, and that's the problem. You know, if you have, if have the same number of cameras for you at every game, you can use it, but, it, but uh, in league games, it has to be fair to all teams at all games.
1: Fraser, with your PFA Scotland hat on, I'm just curious as, as to the way we go about things. Are the players ever consulted about referees in terms of perhaps? How they're spoken to How they get on With, with certain guys Different styles That ever happen
8: Yeah well, through ourselves I mean we represent the players So we have regular meetings At, at all sorts of levels And various things With the SPFL And with the, with the, with the, with the SFA. Players don't quite get as animated About, about referees And the decisions As, as people think um, Because they're on the field of play And they know the speed of the game And they know with How referees could perhaps Just be slightly out of position And not see something So they're, they're not really as animated And I think that the, the As perhaps managers And the relationship between players referees is
6: better than people think but with, regard, so, to, with regard to VAR Fraser correct me if I am wrong Scottish football can't afford VAR because if the SFA uh, want to refurbish Hampden as must be done since they've taken over the place and rejected Murrayfield then money serious money is going to be required for that particular purpose if we get VAR in this country It'll have to be as a consequence of UEFA or FIFA providing the money because we, as a country, can't do it.
8: We can't do it without television companies as well Hugh, and the point I'm making is never mind the cost, we have to have the same number of cameras every game, because it would be unfair for, for the, the teams that are in a live situation where there are 12-15 cameras to benefit or not from, the, from that VAR decision but yeah, there's two cameras at Livingston against them, and and a similar situation happens, but you can't actually tell because there's only two cameras there, so VAR's going, only going to work if it can get those decisions absolutely right, and if a camera can pick it up on, on the right angle you know, for an offside or a penalty kick or whatever, we're never going to have that and that is the problem for the integrity of the competition you can maybe have it for one off cup ties because it's, it's just two teams playing against each other but you can't have it in my opinion for league games unless you've got the same number of cameras across the board
1: Okay, thank you to Fraser Wisher just an update on the Cash for Kids sports auction it's 01415652356 if you want to get involved remember the prize is running all day long the road to Hamden. The Lisbon Lions number plate What a Christmas present that would be For a Celtic fan in your life LL67WON That's sitting at £2,000 Much appreciate the bid from Peter McGowan Very generous stuff I still think it's worth more than that oh, so
6: more. Get it will get, it will get, a get thinking about figure. it
1: and the John Higgins the World Snooker Championship experience two tickets and passes you're going down uh, to the first weekend of the World Championship at the Crucible in Sheffield travel to and from Glasgow two nights in a hotel and a tour by John Higgins himself there's a money can't buy element to that so £300 at the moment I think we can do a lot better. And if you want to do the two till three o'clock lots, you've only got 20 minutes to go. The Partick Thistle package is sitting at £300 thanks to John Johnson. Again, I think we can do better. The four ball. At the Belfry £450 at the moment James Fraser Again Probably worth more than that The Celtic Super Package uh, Is sitting at £750 Peter Glancy Is in the driving seat And uh, Chris Shaw 700 for the Rangers Super Package So those ones are only available Till three o'clock You have to act fast 01415652356
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to thompsons.com
1: 15 minutes until the 3 o'clock games get underway All around the country Some crackers Game of the day No doubt about it The champions against the league leaders Celtic against Kilmarnock Elsewhere Hamilton Hibbs, Hearts Motherwell Livy St Mirren And Aberdeen St Johnson Those are our featured matches But of course Keeping an eye on big games All around the country In the championship And beyond It is also our Cash for Kids sports auction And if you're interested In the prizes that have been running from 2 until 3 o'clock You have less than 15 minutes to get involved Some of these are brilliant And to be honest You're getting an absolute bargain at the moment on some of them So let's get a quick update from Duncan
7: you're getting a bargain if you want to go to Partick Thistle. £300 is the top bid for that. John Johnson, I don't know, is that a bargain? Uh, <laughs> thank you, John, for your bid. 01415652356 if you fancy going to see uh, Partick Thistle against Undine the 17th of February. Hospitality for two. Sign, ball and shirt, plus the opportunity for young one fan to be a mascot for the day at Firhill. Uh, you can decide the date on that closer to the time. Now, this definitely is a steal. £500 from Peter Moyer. Peter, you're getting a bargain just now. It's the the four ball at the award-winning Belfry Golf Club. Well done, uh, Peter, for that. 01415652356. If you think you can outbid Peter just now, Celtic Super Package donated by Celtic Football Club is currently at one thousand pound. Thanks to Thomas Compton for that bid as well. And. Um, this is a Celtics match against Hamilton on the 26th of January. Complementary hospitality is included in that. If you would like to bid for that, then you can give us a call. 0141 565 2356. And the Rangers Super Package, donated by Rangers Football Club, of course. The current bid for that, £1,200. That's from Andrew Torrance. This is a game. It's in the director's box. You get to go to the director's box to watch the game. Plus, Rangers Blue Room Hospitality for a game between January and April next year. Official sign ball Shirt from the current team And of course A stadium tour as well Oh one four one five six five two three five two three five six. If you can outbid £1,200 for that
1: uh, 12 minutes or so to go On those Hugh and I mean add this stuff up The Partick Thistle one for instance So you're yeah. getting hospitality For two at Partick Thistle Dundee So think to yourself What's that worth No jokes please here uh, It's all for the children Then you add in a sign ball And a signed shirt So that takes the price up And then the opportunity For one lucky young fan To be a mascot for the day Add all that up Again Really appreciate the £300 bid From John Johnson But I think we all agree It's worth more Especially when the money goes To children who need it the most
6: Well absolutely Uh, So please If you get uh, Goodness in your heart More money for that I'm just wondering about Thomas Compton Who has bid the highest uh, amount of money for the Celtic prize because I just wonder if he's a Martin. relative of Martin's. Uh, you know, if Martin's been on the phone from LA saying, Right, put me in for a thousand pounds there. Uh, but whoever it is, if you're not, probably relative, not, to be fair, no,
1: but sounds good. Yes, whoever you are and wherever you are. We can still do yeah. a bit better. Yeah, again, the Rangers package is sitting at twelve hundred pounds. Uh, the Celtic one is only sitting at a thousand at the moment. Again, add this stuff up: hospitality for two at the Hamilton game, you're getting the pre-match drinks, the refreshments in the buffet at half time, post-match drinks. You're then getting a signed ball mm. and a shirt from the current team. So, what, what would those two go for alone in an auction? Oh, yeah. And then a stadium tour for four. So, Thomas, brilliant bid, much appreciated. But it's worth more than £1,000 And you've only got 10 minutes To get your bids in 01415652356 What about a super
6: scoreboard gang of four Who want to play at the Belfry Where's, where's oh. your money here?
1: Uh, it's staying where it is Because Ian Ellis From Cheers Bar and Greenock Has bid £1,000 For the Belfry The four ball More like it it More like it Well that's what we wanted To happen Because it goes to a good cause So well done to Ian Grudgingly No I'm only kidding Brilliant Great cause Uh, Let's go round the grounds again And get a flavour of what's happening Uh, Prior to kick off Where have we not really been Well I've been to most of them But um, Hearts against Motherwell Fraser Um, Motherwell are one of the ultimate Mixed bags at the moment If you take some of their recent form Hammer Dabber Drew Of course with Celtic recently and then those two good away wins uh, the two good wins I should say against St Mirren and Dundee um, but then the two disappointing defeats in between yeah. so you don't know what you're going to get at the moment
8: Yeah and I think that must be a source of frustration for, for Stephen Robinson and, and uh, injuries haven't helped and we all know Trevor Carson's problems and uh, Peter Hartley's out as well Chris can's going to be out for a number of weeks and when you get three of your, your sort of stick-on key players out injured and you're a, a couple of mother well then that causes you real real problems and uh, I think you're not able to, to pick the same team uh, one game after after another but uh, yeah, you're, you're, you say you take out that Livingston defeat they've actually not in too bad a run but they were really poor last week against Livingston really very poor just not in the game at all almost got a point from Neil Barry Maguire me uh, scored at the back post but they'll find it hard today you know Hearts are, are again another team four points off the lead but haven't won in five league games and uh, they'll, they'll come out all guns blazing I think to, today and just really looking forward to it you know, you know where we sit in the, the the media area uh, the rain's coming down so it's causing us a real problem trying to keep drive it it's a brilliant spot really great spot to watch a game of football and I'm, I'm really excited by it but I, I do think Harts will get back on track and think Harts will win it and for Motherwell it's going to be one of these seasons I think just keep themselves out of that relegation zone it would be a, a good season for them I don't see them getting into top 6
1: uh, Let's keep all this very tight gentlemen so much to squeeze in uh, before kick off but Andrew at Livingston against St Mirren uh, Andrew you've got the best home defensive record in the league against the joint lowest away scorers in the league. Uh can we read too much into that?
10: Uh, I'm not too sure to be honest it's one of these games you don't really know what it's going to throw up Livingston of course started the season well but in the last few weeks they've struggled to find any sort of form So of them have struggled to find any sort of form anywhere one win in their last 16 games which simply isn't good enough for any team in, in any division but the one thing that will worry them is the fact that you know Dundee they were struggling to find their feet under Jim McIntyre but they had that big win midweek they're now just a point behind the buddies with a game in hand so they'll be looking over their shoulders for this one and uh, I think Oren Kearney will be hoping that January comes around soon and as for uh, Livingston, I think they'll be buoyed by the fact that Ryan Hardy's back for this one he's only made two substitute appearances this season because of injury but I think that uh, Dolly Menga up top, who's been doing a lot of the hard work but isn't a natural goal scorer, certainly will be helped out by uh, the addition of
9: Ryan Hardy up next to him today
1: Uh, Roger Hanna, we don't have time for anything more really than a prediction from you so let's have it Hamilton Hibs
9: uh, Hibs have got to shake Out of their lethargy soon I think they've probably Got enough to win this But they
1: Okay this is your Seven and a half minute warning Who knew there was Such a thing Hugh Keevens? Yeah. Your seven and a half Minute warning On these prizes The Partick Thistle package Is still sitting at £300 You're getting hospitality You're getting the signed ball Signed shirt And the chance to be a mascot for one young fan, worth way more than 300. Uh, the four ball at the Belfries now sitting at £1,000. Can you do that in the next few minutes? The Celtic Super package still sitting at £1,000 for all that. The hospitality, sign shop, sign ball, stadium tour as well. Let's see if we can do better uh, for cash for kids. And the Rangers equivalent of that prize is sitting at 1200 as well. This is your seven minute warning, and the kickoffs are coming next as well
0: games are over the talking begins 0141 951 1025 Clyde one super scoreboards open line
1: Hugh Kevins, Mark Wilson, Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan in the studio Gordon DL still at Celtic Park as well And now it's over to you to have your say 01419511025 The open line is yours And you can also get in touch on Twitter at Clyde SSB. In the Premiership today it finished Aberdeen 0 St Johnson 2 Celtic 5, Kilmarnock 1 Still playing between Hamilton and Hibbs. Hibs lead by a goal to nil. Hearts 1, Motherwell nil full time and Livy 3, St Mirren 1 in the Championship Falkirk 2, Alowa 2, Morton 1, Dundee United 1 Partick Thistle 2, Dunfermline 0 And Ross County 1, Queen of the South 1 In Scottish League 1, is Breakin 1, Stenhousemuir 2 Dumbarton 1, Airdrie 1 East Fife 3, Strunrar 3 Forfar 2, Arbroath 3 And Montrose 3, Wraith Rovers 2 in Scottish League 2, Annan 1, Edinburgh City 2, Berwick 0, Peterhead 5, Cowdenbeath 1, Clyde 1, Elgin 4, Albion Rovers 2 and Queen's Park 1, Stirling Albion 1. We'll finish with the English Premier League, Bournemouth 0, Liverpool 4, Burnley 1, Brighton 0, Cardiff 1, Southampton 0, Man United 4, Fulham 1 and West Ham 3, Crystal Palace 2. I am pleased to see that we've had some fantastic late bids in on the lots that were finishing at five o'clock. So thank you to everyone who took part in that. Let's get a final roundup of those prizes from Duncan in the Cash for Kids auction room.
7: Gordon, we have a closing bid of £500 on the Lorenzo Amoruso VIP evening. The Ljubo check VIP ev- evening went for £550, thanks to Leslie for that. But as you say, also thanks to Peter Steen for the £500 bid for the Lorenzo evening. Uh, the framed Rangers uh, print has gone for £1,250 from Kennedy Thompson. The framed Celtic print has gone from £1,600 from Mr. Rush. And thanks to Proper Frame Displays and Canvas line for donating both of them. And the Alex Ray All Firm Six Aside Select has gone for £1,000. For Stephen Craig, and we've also got another bid for one thousand pounds. So, one thousand one hundred pounds. It's actually just gone up one thousand one hundred pounds. If Alex will match And do a second game Alex Is that yeah. possible Sorry to put you on the spot no, on not, air. not at
13: all We were already speaking to uh, Gordon and David The producer about that Anyway it's not a problem We'll look Excellent. forward to the We will do
7: that as well So that's another
1: £1,100 For cash for kids Thank you Great stuff That has been a fantastic afternoon So far And now Here is your final chance If you're just getting in the car After the game Back on the bus Back on the train Whatever it is uh, After watching your team Perform this afternoon Give us a call Let us know what you made Of the game But listen to this, you've got less than 45 minutes to get involved in our prize of the day. It's the road to Wembley and the beauty of this one, this is a prize for everyone. Don't worry if you think you can't keep up with these auction bids because this is one for absolutely everyone. Only costs £5 to enter. What a prize this is. On the Friday, you kickstart your day with a champagne breakfast in Glasgow. You get driven to Glasgow Airport, flown to London, two nights in a five-star hotel in London... Two tickets to the FA Cup final at Wembley on the Saturday and then return flight to Glasgow on the Sunday for you plus one. It is a, a truly incredible prize. And for the chance to win, all you need to do is text FINAL to 84902. That's text FINAL to 84902. You only have until 5.45. So get your phone out right now and do it because the text only costs your standard network rate £5.00. And every penny of that goes to cash for kids. So it truly is a win-win situation. Text us right now the full details, teas and and online entry at clyde1.com.
6: By my reckoning, we're up to over £13,000 and the biggies have still to come in the last hour. £13,320 to be
1: precise. So magnificent people keep going. But honestly, I can't stress that one enough because it only costs £5. You're giving the £5 to charity. Children who really need it the most, and you could also win the most incredible prize. So it's a no-brainer. Text final to eight four nine zero two before five forty-five. You've got an extra fifteen minutes on the following prizes. Now the road to Hamden, it's sitting at fifteen hundred pounds. I think we can better that. This is a great prize as well. Uh, You're going to get Citation Restaurant, the Merchant City, glass of champagne, three-course meal, driven to Hamden to watch the Scottish Cup final. From some of the best seats in the house And then taken back to Glasgow City Centre afterwards It is a wonderful prize that And that's sitting at £1,500 Henry is in front So give us a call if you want to better it 01415652356 And that's also the number you need for This is a one-off this one Hugh Kevins oh, yeah. I know you don't drive But I mean you'll still appreciate it The unique Lisbon Lions number plate for the car ll 67 you don't need me to tell you the, the, yes. the reasoning behind that. W-O-N. It's sitting at £3,000. I think that's a bit of a steal. If you're a big Celtic fan, that would be an incredible uh, item for you. Give us a call on that one. And again, you've got till 6 o'clock. Same story for the John Higgins package Another brilliant prize You plus a friend You're going to get Transport to Sheffield You're getting a weekend pass To the World Championship snooker The best in the business Are going to be there You're getting two nights In a four star hotel In Sheffield And then a tour of the Crucible Which money can't buy From John Higgins himself It's only sitting at £1,000 So let's better that 01415652356 Who donated the, the licence plate? It was Alec the Celtic fan From Bells Hill
6: I must say It's an astonishing gesture Very because, nice uh, you, know, you can see the kind of interest that it has gathered. £3,000 is great money but can still go higher. Uh, and Alec, you certainly won't have a needy child on your conscience on
1: Christmas Day because you've done you a bit. Is the number you need though To talk football this evening Uh, We're going to get to that After we get the full time story From Hamilton From Roger Hanna
9: Hamilton nil, Hibernian and 1 Neil Lennon has had to wait More than 2 months For a Premiership victory He had to wait 106 minutes This afternoon But he's finally got one Oliver Shaw The match winner In the second half Converting across From substitute Darrell Horgan Just moments After Lennon had sent The Irishman on In search of that Long awaited winner It was an injury hit day From start to finish for both teams, incredibly both lost a goalkeeper in the warm-up before the game kicked off, that meant Bobby Madden had to delay the kick-off first half uninspired, the best chance falling to James Keating's avacus just before the break a cut back by Michael Miller that he scalped wide of the far post Martin Boyle, he was stretchered off injured after landing awkwardly in the box in the first half added time, an 8 minute delay at that stage while Medics came on Neil Lennon onto the pitch as well to inquire about the winger's condition he was stretched off, major concern after that fall on the Aki's synthetic surface, we're waiting for updates from Boyle second half, Hibs were the only team and they pushed and they pushed, young Jacob Marsden who had come on at half time for Aki's the third goalkeeper of the day after injuries to both Jan Mutcher and Gary Woods Marsden making his league debut, the 22 year old, he made a couple of outstanding saves from Florian Camberry, he also made a super save from sub Emerson Heimann, but it he was he couldn't do anything after 65 minutes Horgan made space for himself down the left A long deep cross beyond the far post And there was Shaw right footed To divert it high past and into the net After that you expected a siege from Akis But they just couldn't do anything Mason Bloomfield was sent, off, sent on So too was Stephen Boyd But there was no, no pressure at all On offer Marciano's goal They went down with a whimper Neil Lennon and Hibbs finally get a victory That's fired them to within two points of the top six Hamilton 0 Have Burnley in 1
1: Right let's hear from you Give us a call Or send us a tweet Michael is first up tonight A happy Celtic fan From Greenock Michael
14: Hiya Gordon Thanks for taking my call No problem uh, Hiya Alex Hiya Hi then, Michael. Mark Shoe Hi In yeah. Gordon and Parkhead Just want to talk about A game of day I watched the game on uh, My boys laptop today Streamed a game I Couldn't get tickets We're going on Thursday night But Boy i McGregor this boy is unbelievable for Celtic and I'm not it's to slag Scott Brown. Scott Brown, I love him in bits but it's time for Scott Brown to step back a wee bit and let this boy take over. This God. boy's going to be the new Scott Brown, I think.
6: I think this is a watershed... What, what,
14: what do you think he because the football, life, see the way he knocks the ball about? It's 100 mile an hour passes and if you never seen that on Wednesday night because Brown and him were in the same team and that boy couldn't get the day what he wants today and if Brune's not there, that boy's, a, that boy's a legend for Celtic.
6: It's a watershed watershed moment this for Scott Brown because who can deny that for 10 years he's been a marvellous servant to Celtic who can deny that he has uh, led Celtic to 7 titles under various managers but now it appears that because of injury he opened a door and Callum McGregor walked through it and Callum McGregor Now appears to be the favoured son Uh, Scott Brown appears to be A player held in reserve Not an automatic first pick So he has a lot to think about as club captain Uh, And the longer this goes on uh, The more Brendan Rodgers shows faith In a certain style of football And that style of football appears not to suit
1: Scott Brown. Gordon Deal, what did you make of it today then, Callum McGregor's performance? Yeah, especially
3: at home when you got a team like Kamarnock coming and packing the middle of the park, McGregor gets on the ball, he moves the ball uh, quicker, you've got to say, but I still think that Scott Brown's got a big part to play, I'm just watching them training here, and I've got to say, to be fair to Scott Brown, he's leading every single run, and he's up the front, uh, so it shows you that he's not taking a huff or anything. He knows he has to fight for his place. When Celtic gets so much possession now, McGregor has fitted brilliantly into this role. And I think Brendan Rodgers, has stumbled onto it because it's a 4-1, four, 4-1. One, four, one. And McGregor just sits there, takes the ball. And the, but you've got to say, the movement from the, f- the front five, as we call it, they absolutely tore. Commander today, and it was it was five going on to anything they wanted. But Scott Brown I still think has got a big part to play in Celtic because he is the captain, he is the leader, everybody looks up to him and the one thing about him is and don't forget He's a fantastic football player.
1: Who were the standouts today, Gordon? I'm sure there were a few when you, you see a
3: result in a performance like that. Well, Forrest was unplayable at times. Um, his first goal, he just goes in um, the fullback's back and he just goes in, terrific finish. And as I said, the fifth one, Ryan Christie gets through. It's a Stonewall apparently. The referee, to be fair to him, and we give referees a lot of uh, stick, but he let play go on, and James Forrest, it was like a Sunday day out for him. He just casually skelped the ball into the roof of the net for a fifth goal he was a different class i thought yep. christie is just can do no wrong um, I just thought Celtic, and even Scott Sinclair, he never got in the, he never got a goal today, but he should have. It would have been one of the goals of the game. He beat about three players inside the box. The goal opened up for him. He put his side foot on it. He thought it was going to hit the back of the net and he blundered it over a bar. But this performance today sent out a message because when Celtic are in this form and playing at that, the the pace of this football, they're very hard to live with. Uh, Michael.
14: Hey, could I speak to Gordon at Parkhead? Oh, he's listening, yeah. it's just to say to Gordon the, about seeing when they're playing football and at, at pace, it is so hard to it's so hard for any team to, to be you know, it's been the same parkways. But you look at James Forrest and all oh, James Forrest has come on leaps and bounds up, and the boys see the boy Christy, Brian Christy. Maybe they'd heard mm. him for, for for a few months last year when he was at Aberdeen And then all of a sudden The, the, Aber- the
1: Aberdeen fans Oi. Had to be fair Michael Pardon? The Aberdeen I fans Had that. heard of him alright well,
14: well, I'm not mate I'm saying, but Since he's come into The Celtic team He's been He's been Out of this world I all, But as I say And as Gordon says Steve Steve Clark Turned down and says The Clermont fans can dream And their dream died After three minutes A day because they were right up against
1: it for the first whistle Gordon, Gordon let's uh, about Ryan Christie we, we were kind of looking at each other in the studio And we spoke about it at one of the breaks This might seem like a small point But even symbolically When Celtic get a free kick And all of a sudden Ryan Christie's the man To stand there and take it And make no mistake That that, that in a way shows how far he's come That that type of responsibility falls on him That was the point I was just going to go to Gordon Because normally when you just come in the
3: team You're trying to you know, establish yourself You would stay away from things like that. But he was right up there, he grabbed the ball, he put it down. What a great finish. The boy can do no wrong. I must admit, when he came back from Aberdeen, I thought he'll eventually leave Celtic, he'll go elsewhere. This guy is here to stay. He's obviously signed a new contract. And I'll tell you, then Chams and Browns of this world, who were number one picks every week, they are now going to have to up their game to try and replace him because him and McGregor are absolutely different class just now. His movement, the, I thought Celtic's play today was fantastic, I've got to say that. I was disappointed with them on Wednesday night, I thought they were very poor second half. Today was let a new Celtic team.
1: What are you putting that down to then? Because I know people are going to latch on to this Scott Brown factor. That Overall, that seems a bit unfair on Scott Brown as if it's all down to him. How much of it's about playing at home compared uh, to playing yeah. away with the big pitch I, I don't know but there must be a reason for it because if we're saying that it was particularly slow on Wednesday and was particularly quick today mm. what, what are the other factors? I'm not,
3: I'm not putting it down to Scott Brown I think that's just uh, fairy tale stuff uh, Brown actually created the first goal on Wednesday night if you if you watch his pass to Ciarán Tierney uh, so I'm not putting it down the fact that McGregor's in there and Brown's not I think this pitch front of the big crowd Teams drop off and they've got to move the ball a lot quicker. And for some reason at Celtic Park, they do that. I know that Celtic spent a lot of money in the pitch. When you look at the pitch, it's absolutely fantastic. It must be great to play on. But their movement, as I say, from middle to front... People can't live with it, Gordon. And as much as and you've got to give all the credit in the world to Kamara, what they've achieved so far. They were well organised. They were well disciplined. They worked their socks off. But when you come up against a team that are just streets ahead of you, it's a difficult job.
1: Well, thank you to Michael in Greenock. We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Raffles says Celtic burst Hibbs' bubble. They burst Hearts' bubble today. They burst Kilmarnock's bubble. And on the 29th You see where this is going Hugh Keep. Oh yeah yeah Great yeah. idea We're at Clyde SSB He says they will Burst Rangers bubble As well So you can tweet us Or you can call us On 0141 951 1025 uh, 30 minutes left On the road to Wembley Only a fiver to text in So please remember to do so You have an extra 15 minutes On the road to Hamden The Lisbon Lions plate And the John Higgins Snooker prize James is in Canvas Lang Hi James
14: Thank God, and just firstly, James is no longer on canvas.
5: line, James is in
8: Aberdeen, so it's well, uh, we'll quite a move. <laughs> quite a move, aye. But- uh, just the guy before me, gonna stole my, my my thunder there. I guess I was just phoning up to uh, talk about that performance today and pretty much mention Callum McGregor. Um, and the guy's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the whole team played phenomenal today, um, including Azagiri. You know, the only one I would change out, you know, for any other game going forward, is Azagiri, and that's no. Um, Comment on his play. It's just obviously Timley's a better player. I guess my point um, for going forward is I, I, I hope that Celtic can play that team that they put out today as much as possible and uh, try not to alter things because look what happened on Wednesday night. And I think for Ibrox, unfortunately, I don't think as uh, Gordon said, Brown maybe not going to be the first name in that team sheet. I think they should have McGregor in that formation exactly
6: as it was today. Brendan Rodgers said that uh, he wanted to play RB Salzburg. <laughs> You on, got it eventually On Thursday night uh, Not with one eye On getting the draw That would put Celtic Into the last 32 But by going for it Against Salzburg So A team that scores Five goals on the Saturday Minus Geary Plus Kieran Tierney uh, You would think Would be the team That would inspire Confidence In the fans uh, To get the required Result against Salzburg Yeah, Brendan Rogers'
12: point the, the other day though Was yeah, he might favour this team just now, and it's a team that's bringing them a lot of success with a lot of goals and how fast they play, and the fans love it. But his point was, he can't play those 11 players every week with the amount of games Celtic have got, particularly this month. I mean, how many games?
13: Six, maybe was games? It about nine or ten games this
1: month overall. So, so still that many
12: bit, to go, maybe yeah. six to go uh, again. I mean, you're not going to see the same Celtic team for six games in a row. I'm pretty sure of that, even if Brendan Rodgers does want to play. But I agree with Michael and James. Um, th- this is an exciting Celtic team That I think the fans Want to see the majority
1: of the time But I, I don't
12: whole- think it Spells in for Scott Brown By
1: no. a long shot I'm not saying Celtic can't do this But sh- surely the point of all Teams like this Is that you play in such a way That you are able to switch Personnel in and out And it doesn't change It doesn't change the way you play That that's That's the the, yeah, um, a, what's the word philosophy. I'm looking for? That's the that's the ideal for for every team, you know. Yeah. Whether and, and if Scott Sinclair needs a rest, can you slot Lewis Morgan in there and just keep the team playing the same way? That, that has to be the aim.
13: Yeah, let, see see the thing is that Mark's saying there in terms of the the amount of games and you're looking to rotate. For me, you can afford to do two or three because mm. it keeps that continuity. That where Celtic have dropped points against Hearts, Marnock, and Motherwell other night, they have done five, six, and seven. Mark, yeah. it's it's just too much. Now, if you can say, you could put Scott Brown back in there and take McGregor out, as you say, you can take out Sinclair and put a winger in, but they've got so many options and because they're all top class, when it comes to domestically, they should be able to do that and they managed to do it seamlessly over the first couple of years here, resulting in winning the league. This year they've actually struggled a couple of times with that amount of changes.
1: Thank you to James in Cambus Lang. We're going to hear from as many managers as we can. So if you're just getting into the car after the game and you want to tell us what you made of your team's performance, then please do give us a call. And of course, you have 25 minutes to enter the road to Wembley. That's the easy one for you. All you have to do is text the word FINAL. I'm just going to make sure I've got the number right Final to 84902 That's Final to 84902 On that one It's a £5 donation to charity Plus your usual network rate Every penny goes to cash for kids And you could win that incredible prize uh, For Wembley So T's and C's online entry at Clyde1.com. You've got till quarter to five for that one And you've got till six o'clock For the road to Hamden The Lisbon Lions number plate And the John Higgins snooker experience 01415652356 On those
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40
1: years Gordon DL, Hugh Keevens Mark Wilson, Alex Ray here And waiting to take your calls So let us know what you made of your team's performance today Or if you're looking ahead to Dundee against Rangers tomorrow Then let's do that as well Clearly Hugh, lots of happy Celtic fans That was understandable I mean, what else should we be looking out for?
6: Well, Neil Lennon be a much relieved man uh, to see Hibbs get their first win in two months uh, bearing in mind that he's got Celtic and then Rangers in his next two games Tommy Wright, fantastic for him beating Aberdeen three points behind Kilmarnock they are now, as Mark Wilson rightly said we have praised Kilmarnock to the skies uh, and uh, here we have St Johnson just three points behind him now. Uh, well done to Gary Holt Livingston go on above Aberdeen into the top six, Aberdeen
1: down to the bottom six. Astonishing. Let's stuff. hear from Craig Levine. He's not been a happy man this week, but he got three points this afternoon against Motherwell. The, the mission
15: was to get three points today. Uh, however, we could do that, uh, I didn't think it was the, of primary importance. Mission accomplished, as I say. It was, it was very competitive, as Motherwell games always are. Um, a lot of balls in the air. Second balls were vital, but, you know, the players obviously. Had, been on a, a little bit of a difficult run. And confidence gets affected and we really needed to, to start picking up points again to have a foundation to build from. I thought the Rangers game started it although we didn't pick up any points. And obviously St Johnson will be Aberdeen today, so you know, we're going there and during the, the week and getting a a draw it doesn't look quite so bad now. Um but overall I'm I'm really pleased
10: with it. more content with the refereeing performance this week. <laughs> uh yeah. No, I
15: was going to say something else, and I thought that I'm not. No, I thought Wally was good. It, it, and he's an experienced referee. Yeah. I'm glad to put somebody in, although I don't know that was planned or that was just in the schedule anyway. But uh, no, it was it was fine. And there was a lot of things going on today. You know, there was a lot of challenges and uh, and such like. So uh, no, I'm I'm relieved to get back to winning ways uh, and hopefully we can kick on from here we've got uh, Livingston next week which will be tough uh, they won again today and then we get Aberdeen and Nasey comes back for the Aberdeen game which will be
1: the second of our important players back on the field it's only fair if we're going to slate referees all week if they had a good game Give them credit. Craig sure. Levine says, Willie, how soon will he call him? Mm-hmm. Uh, had a good afternoon. So, yeah, we've got to be fair about it, Hugh. You can't just wait until they make mistakes and then jump on it.
6: Absolutely. Uh, they are like players and managers. We're all in the same business. If a player is off form, he gets stick. If he roars back to form,
1: he gets praise. Likewise, managers, likewise, referees. Tam and Guruclough is not feeling so friendly towards the officials, are you, Tam? Uh, hi there, Gordon. Thanks
14: for taking my call. No problem. Um, just travelling
7: back from the game today, and I'm just about
14: kind of wondering what the panel thought
3: about the referee's decision for the penalty, Gordon. Um, dear. Sorry. Well, I must admit, uh, I'd like to see it again. But uh, my initial reaction was it was outside the box, Gordon. I thought he called it wrong. Um, but it was very tight. But I would have said it was outside the box.
1: Is is that your main problem with it, Tam?
14: Yeah, Gordon, um, sorry, Gordon, you had the game today, yeah?
3: Yeah, I'm still here, unfortunately. (laughs)
14: Yeah, the the linesman, he didn't even put his flag up, because we were sitting in the dog's team upper, and from where we were sitting, it was definitely outside the box, and the first thing i do is look to the linesman, and there was no no flag, so just a bit kind of wondering, you know. Well, well, I think it was the referee's
3: decision. I think the referee uh, gave the penalty kick. As I said, we can only see it in game time and when I looked at it, I thought, no, it's outside the box and until I go and see it again, I'm sticking with that. I could be wrong because I was wrong once this season so it can happen twice. Just remind me who the referee was today again. Uh, Bradley Walsh, Nick Walsh. Nick Walsh? Yeah,
1: I call him Bradley. Oh, do you? That's really funny of you. Thanks
3: for that. No, but uh, (laughs) apart from that... You know, there'll be question marks about the referee. I I, I just think referees got a hard time. Was it a penalty kick? I don't think it was. He gave the penalty kick. And also, I think Celtic fans will be a little bit grieved about um, Jones on, I think it was Izaguiri just in front of us. He went down. I think Jones went through the back of him. That looked a sore one. Whether that's a sending off or not, But I definitely thought it was a yellow card So they're the two major points That that Nick Walsh I thought will come in For a bit of criticism But Gordon it's a 90 plus Minute game, referees try Their best and Celtic won 5-1 so there's no Talking about the referee today for me It's
1: all about Celtic's performance Final word to you Tam I just want to say
14: how well the team played today So we're back to our best and
1: back to the top Where we belong Okay Happy with that Short and sweet Thank you from Tam In Guruk five. That's the number to join them Take these numbers down I know I'm throwing a lot of information at you Because this is your 15 minute warning On the road to Wembley This is the prize remember That everyone can get involved in I know the way it works I know money's tight I know when you hear auction You think well you know what That's not for me I don't have spare Hundreds or thousands of pounds To throw around But this is the prize for everyone Because it's only £5 To enter, And you've only got 15 minutes left So don't run the risk of being late Get your phone out right now And text the word FINAL to 84902 That's FINAL to 84902 You should know the drill by now But if you don't Champagne breakfast in Glasgow Driven to Glasgow airport Return flights to London This is all for two people remember Five star Two night stay in a hotel And two tickets to the FA Cup final at Wembley And like I say Flown back home an outrageous prize. Five pounds donation plus your standard network rate. So the five pounds all goes to charity anyway. It's for a good cause and you might win this prize. A complete no-brainer. Full details, teasing and season online entry at Clyde1.com, but you've got less than fifteen minutes to 84902.
6: Some prize. And uh, people making their way back from the games. If you've been
1: unable to follow what's been going on Well you've still got fifteen minutes, just text the way Gordon told you to. And you've still got uh, Half an hour You've got till 6 o'clock On the road to Hamden Let's get more from that one 1500 at the moment The Lisbon Lions Number play LL67WON That's sitting at 3000 and the John Higgins Snooker World Championship Package Sitting at 1,050 I mean you don't have To double these bids But if, if, if you like The sound of that Snooker one And it's sitting at 1,050 Why not stick an extra 100 quid on the end And it could be yours Let's hear from Brendan Rogers. Clearly uh, a happy man After watching his side Demolish Kilmarnock This afternoon Brilliant team
4: performance Like everyone said Coming into the game That uh, was Kilmarnock Being outstanding In, in the work that Stevie's done with And especially defensively In terms of how compact they are. You know, they haven't conceded a goal in four games, I think it is into today, but I thought how we played against that was near on perfect in terms of our positioning in between their, their lines, and then when we get on the other side, the quality centrally and wide to cross it and, and finish was exceptional, so um, yeah, I was very, very good. Uh, so happy with the performance, just the level of the game, how we connected the game, lots of passes, short passes, made it difficult for Kilmarnock to get there, and then when we arrived in the areas that we wanted, we showed big, big quality. So uh, yeah, it was a very good win for us. Five goals at the bar, the crossbar second half, um, the crossbar in the post, sorry, uh, and one or two other chances that if we slide it, we, we maybe finish more. So uh, so very good performance. It
2: was four at half time, but mm. I mean that first half especially, it was so dominant that you it, it disappointed
4: going in that it was only four it to be No, I, I would never say that. I think that how we. As I said, we scored four really good goals, different types, but uh, four very good finishes. Our pressing today, our shape was very good. You know, I talked on Wednesday night about, you know, the, the team being connected and the distances and the spaces in order for you to, to play quickly. Um, and like I said, it doesn't matter if you've been out for a period of time or not. Like you see, Emilio Izaguirre today hasn't played for such a long time, but when you come in and concentrate and focus on the structure of the team. It looks like you've never been away, so uh, so he was outstanding. But the position in the team was was very, very good, and our midfield three had great control of the, the game on the inside. So, uh, so yeah, it was it was very good.
1: Right, fans of all teams, you're making your way back from the game. So, what did you make of it this afternoon? I'm sure there are lots of happy Celtic fans, but St Mirren another disappointing defeat. What about that performance after taking the lead? Motherwell fans, you are the ultimate mixed bag at the moment Some great results recently Some poor ones as well And Rangers fans, what about tomorrow? Bit of pressure added by some of the other results at the top today Yes or no? You can let us know on the phones Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB Barry's in Barhead You just heard from the manager, Barry um, What did you make of it?
16: Yeah, super performance Barry the, the players, I thought that was fantastic It just, Especially just after Wednesday night You know, it was exactly what I was looking for as a fan And well Dunny Felty, that was that was fantastic. Um my point to the panel was um I I'm I've always been Tom Rogic for me he's a fantastic player. Um I think he brings out the best in the, the, the two wingers as well when he when he brings him in to play. Uh I seen him going off again at sixty minutes. Was he limping to you guys? I thought I thought I seen a limp on him and I wasn't sure. Gordon. if it was just
3: well I can't I can't really be honest with that one But I just expect Tom Rogic 60-67 round about that He usually goes off the pitch That's the normal for him uh, You're right I've always said In the programme Gordon On his game he's the best midfield player in Scotland um, He just fits into this system Perfectly uh, He's a big big player for Celtic But no
1: I, I didn't notice a limp What do you think Barry? Were you thinking about the big games upcoming? Were you a bit worried? Is that what you meant?
16: Yeah, I really do think when plays Celtic play. Um, I know, I mean, we can talk about Christie. He has been phenomenal for has doing done well. I thought Sinclair done well, especially some of the, the nonsense that was happening to him during the week. He was unlucky not to score. So I'm really pleased that the team came out and put out a great performance. So, yeah,
12: you know, The manager says it was near perfect. When the manager comes out and says that, you know how good it was because how often do you hear a manager... Sp- really saying everything we've spoke about and worked, really went out and uh, and worked on the part today. It's very rare you hear that. So Brendan Rodgers delighted because after the game midweek, you could actually hear how annoyed he was by saying he can't play the same 11 uh, players, um, really telling you what he thought of the guys coming in. He got a reaction from his team today. They sounded outstanding. And, and Barry's right. Tom Rogic, you know, I'm sure... The rest of the Celtic fans Will be hoping he's not injured Because when he's in that side He's just got an understanding With Callum McGregor Who sits deeper than him And the two wingers And it allows Christie To go roaming for the ball Um, And he brings Edward And guys like that into play So he's such a huge player For Celtic And the fans will be hoping That he's he's fully fit Come Thursday night Let's hear from Stevie Clark
5: Celtic were very good Uh, Very good Very very good they uh, obviously started quicker than they've got their noses in front and we we lost our shape a little bit, lost our discipline a little bit. Uh Celtic were quicker than us, they looked a little bit more alert. Right from the right from the off. Uh probably something to do with the fact that they had seven fresh players and we were going to the well with this with the same players. A very similar line up, especially defenders for me was, was difficult for my back four today. I thought the two full backs looked a little bit jaded. Both of them played into the middle of June last year with the, with the, the Scotland teams. Stuart Finlay dragged himself off the treatment table, no training, just to play, to try and help the team. So thanks to Stuart for that. And I just said to big Scott Boyd, when was the last time you played three games in a week, big man? And, and he couldn't tell me, so that's how long ago it was. So that, that made it difficult for us, but listen, take nothing away from Celtic. What a positive from that, though.
2: shown the character of these guys that want to play every week they want performance with us No,
5: absolutely. And and, and the, with the the makeup of our squad and the the way we are we have to we have to rely on these players. it was just particularly unfortunate after what will be two great results for us, Hibbs, Livingston, the games that we have to win if we want to be competitive at the top of the table. It was just unfortunate that we had to come for the third game in a week to Celtic Park where they had been able to freshen their players. And it was always going to be difficult for us uh, But we'll learn from it we'll, we'll, t- we'll learn more lessons And we'll make sure that the next time we come back here We, we do a little bit better
1: Let's look at this from a Kilmarnock perspective Gordon DL it, it Just a sign of where they are That people are now shocked That they go and get a heavy defeat at Celtic Park
3: Well, I said before kick-off, Gordon, I fancied three today. I fancied Celtic, I really did. I I, I thought Brendan Rodgers would have been in amongst one or two of them. I know what Stevie Clark's saying about, you know, we have to go to the well again. You're coming here as league leaders. There's 60,000 people packed in here. It's a good atmosphere. Players are up for that. Where the tiredness comes in is, see when the second goal goes in. Can know? No. Oh this is going to be a long day And we've all been there The heads go down a little bit Celtic were moving the ball so quickly Their movement in the middle of the park And up front Was just absolutely killing Kamarnock So I can understand that Kamarnock And the pitch looked tired But I think it was just the fact that Celtic Were just too good for them.
1: Uh OK if you're looking back on a game this afternoon That's great Give us a call And if you'd rather look ahead To tomorrow's Dundee Rangers game Let's do that as well But one final push Come on a big push Your five minute warning I would apologise For talking about this again But in all honesty I'm not sorry You. So therefore yeah. I won't apologise Because this is a really good cause Kids all across Glasgow in the West Can benefit from this But so can you It's an absolute win-win situation You've got five minutes To get your phone out your pocket And text the word final To 84902 It ends in five minutes Do it right now Final To 84902 Great prize, the road to Wembley You're going to kickstart the weekend with a champagne breakfast Either at the Grill Room at 29 in Glasgow Or Rogano in Glasgow You're then going to be driven to Glasgow Airport Flying to London Two nights accommodation in a five star hotel And two tickets to the FA Cup final on the Saturday at Wembley And then two return flights to Glasgow on the Sunday Outrageous prize Everyone can get involved because it's not your usual auction item This is one for everyone It only costs your standard message network rate Plus a £5 donation. All of that goes to Cash for Kids. So even if you don't win, you've donated £5 to Cash for Kids. It's really a, a no lose situation. The T's and C's and online entry are at Clyde1.com, but you've now got less than four minutes. So please, one last push, final to 84902.
0: Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.
1: Cash for Kids sports auction today as well The road to Wembley is done It is finished Thank you for everyone who text We will reveal the winner on Monday's Clyde One Super Scoreboard From 6 o'clock onwards Now you've only got 5 minutes left For the following 3 prizes One last push Not only could you win a great prize The money goes to children right here Neighbours, people that you might know Who really
7: need it the most So let's get the, the final push 5 minutes to go Duncan We have got five minutes, Gordon. £1,500, that's the current bid for the road to Hamden. This is pre-match hospitality at Citation. Debencher seating at the Scottish Cup final 2018 at Hamden. Champagne welcome, three-course meal with drinks at Citation in the Mercer City. You'll then be driven to Hamden Stadium to watch the match from the debenture seating and return transport to Glasgow City Centre after the game. £1,500. Give us a call, 0141-565-2356, if you think you can beat that. The Lisbon Lines number play, LL67WON that could be on your car if you make a bid in the next five minutes, it is at £3,000 just now, James Souter is the top bidder for that 01415652356 and also the John Higgins Snooker World Championship experience two tickets and passes for the first weekend of the Snooker World Championship at the Crucible in Sheffield travel from Glasgow, four star hotel two nights in the hotel and a tour of the Crucible by John Higgins himself. You can't buy that. John Higgins doesn't do this for anyone else. He's going to do it for cash for kids. It's at one thousand five hundred pounds just now. Paul Doherty the top bidder, 0141 565 2356
1: Lines close at ten two. You're going to have to be really quick on this one. Let's hear from Warren Kearney.
17: Boris, to be honest with you, and that's probably that's probably putting it mildly. From having not the perfect first half performance, but in in the outcome of the first half and. How we'd managed the game, how we'd passed the ball, and how we'd probably managed in a way performance, I think you couldn't ask for much more. And where that second half came out of, to be honest with you, it's just, I'm just embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for the fans, the club, I'm embarrassed for everybody at the club, to be honest, because it's just unacceptable. It's
10: even more frustrating when you take the lead for the second game running and aren't able to hold on to it. Yeah,
17: I can accept in the predicament we're in, if we go away and we lose a couple of goals and where our players are at at the minute, they feel they're never going to get back into the game. And it's happened a few times this year, maybe against, like, say, Aberdeen away from home and teams like that. I can accept and you can sort of have an understanding of why that performance takes place. But the hardest thing in this league, I think, is to get the first goal and to get your tails in front. And the fact that we do that and we put ourselves in that good position... Um, and then the inability, to be honest with you, just to just to cope with you know, people talk about a fear of failure. I think you know a fear a fear to win probably is is is, is what strikes me about um, how they've gone into their shells in the second half. Uh, the game of two halves
16: because quite rightly you were, you were fine in
17: the first half. Yeah. yeah, we were fine. I don't think they asked the question. I, probably a lot down to us on how we managed it and how we how we kept the ball and, and, and didn't allow them wave after wave of attack. I just think in the second half the players they lost their bottle.
1: Quickly Hugh before we have to move on Time's against us But strong words there from Oren Kearney
6: No more Mr Nice Guy When you Embarrassed
1: use, When you use the words embarrassed
6: and unacceptable Then the the mask slips And he knows Submitting are in a predicament And today's performance will not get them out of it And
1: they've got a fear to win That's worrying when you hear the manager say that Yeah um, and of course So he wants to start seeing signs of improvement Liam's a Partick Thistle fan And you are seeing signs of improvement Liam
16: uh, um, you know, this is It's one of the best performances I've seen yet,
1: this season I have to say What in particular Pleased you today then?
16: Just the uh,
1: um, The overall performance I mean we've been waiting for a while For certain guys to step up To the plate Liam So today Blair Spittle and Miles Story Amongst the goals Safe to say that you guys Have been wanting a bit more From them How important was that 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 started to happen today?
10: Um,
16: it was it
1: was a good performance I was at the game In 12 minutes That goal from outside the bar. <laughs> oh I think Liam's yeah, gone Yeah I think that's the a bit, bit much it's, for him. the
13: Blitz um, one He's yeah. talking about They're gone But listen It's a massive um, Three points You know They really need to start yeah. Getting their season up And running I mean, can, can, it be, can it be
1: the turning point Because sometimes You get this false dawn Don't you? you
6: Well there's still A long way to go You know uh, you, We can't tell We have got Aloha next week Aloha are down there In trouble with them so if you Complete a double At home Against the one and Alwa Then you could Say that that Sequence may be Symbolic of
1: the Turning of the Corner That is the Lines closed for The Cash for Kids Auction Thank you very much To everyone who Took part uh, We will get a Final round up Soon let's speak To Gary and Shetelson First Hi Gary Hi how you doing Good thanks Gary What's on your Mind tonight uh, 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 Just
9: a bit uh, McGregor.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: Uh, What uh what, what a Performance today So it's uh, and between him and Scott Brown uh, How they work But Carl McGregor's playing what 20 yards Up front For the defenders So as Scott Brown plays About 10, 10 yards out For the defenders So defend, When Carl McGregor's playing They're getting it to him Straight away He can see a pass He turns round He sees a pass When Scott Brown's playing He's 10 yards For the defenders He's playing a bit of place back to defenders, back to him.
1: Gordon, talk us through that positionally. That I mean, is Callum McGregor is he picking up from the defenders and? The same area of the field that Scott Brown does. We noticed on Wednesday, I mean, Scott Brown comes level with the, the centre halves almost and takes the ball there. Is that where Callum McGregor receives it? No, he, he receives it a little bit f-
3: uh, forward, uh, Gordon. Um, but it's amazing that all of a sudden Scott Brown is coming into the conversation about, you know, we play better without him. No, they don't. They, you know, they've got quality players there. McGregor at home, I think, suits that perfectly. Because he does play a little bit more forward, he gets the ball, the opposition drop-off, he moves the ball quick, quickly. But it's all down to the movement of the, the midfield and the front men. Because if they're not doing their jobs, then there's not a pass on. Fur Park on Wednesday night was completely different. Scott Brown had nothing to do with the, the fact of the slow play of Celtic The two defenders, two centre backs Were getting the ball and taking about five, six, seven, eight touches Before they would even pass it So yes, McGregor is a fantastic talent And the great thing for Brendan Rodgers is He can mm-hmm. play in that position Or in other games he can play Scott Brown in there And put McGregor yeah. forward one It won't matter because the boy is a terrific talent
1: uh, Hugh Keevans, what about this for some breaking news The FIFA Women's World Cup As you know, next Mm -hmm. year in France, Scotland have been drawn in the same group as England. Ah, What do you know? A historic achievement for the Scotland women's team. They're going to open their first ever World Cup with a game against England. Argentina and Japan are also in that group as well.
6: Well, Shelley Kerr won't bother, uh, whether it's England or anybody else. Uh, She has done it. She has taken us to a World Cup
1: final and uh, good luck to them. Good luck indeed. Right, let's get the final round up. An incredibly busy show. Numerous things that we still would like to squeeze in. Let's speak to Duncan in the Cash for Kids auction room and get a final round up. Duncan.
7: Gordon, first of all, thank you to the guys from One Call Direct who are here today answering the phones for the Super Scoreboard auction. The Road to Hamden went for £1,500. Henry Revy, well done, Henry, and congratulations. £3,200 for the Lisbon Lions number plate, LL67WON, goes to Patrick McDonald. John Higgins, the John Higgins snooker package went to Paul Doherty for £1,500. And thank you to everyone who has bid today in the Super Scoreboard auction for Cash for Kids. We have raised a total Total of thirty-one thousand four hundred pounds.
1: Fantastic, Hugh Keaven's, and of course the, the the Wembley prize. We will announce that on Monday night as well. So um, heartfelt thanks from us. Yeah, we really. We, it's hard to put into words how much we appreciate that, Hugh, because it just makes such a difference.
6: Yeah, it does. I'll uh, we'll give you the serious part first. Child poverty is on the rise. It's not falling. It's a disgrace. But today. We have made a contribution The people who have donated money Who have taken away the, the items on offer Thank you Thank you to those who drove up the price And we can all look ourselves in the mirror We've done our bit today And there's more to come There's a Cash for Kids lunch Which Gordon and I will attend next Friday There's more fundraising to come And the Monday night when uh, Alec and me and
1: yourself Gordon are here Will reveal the full Extent of today's fundraising Mm. Alex Raymark-Wilson What did you make of the football This afternoon time Almost upon us
12: Well Celtic um, Showed that they were Back to their best After a slip up um, uh, At Fir Park No doubt about that They're big players performing Hearts back to winning ways Badly needed that Because They were hitting a bit of a slump Motherwell As you say A mixed bag But big win for Neil Lennon Um, And Hibbs and Derek McInnes Must be wondering What his Aberdeen players Are going to serve up next Because He never knows And St Mirren Well It looks like They could be doomed This early on the season Because if your manager says They're scared to win Then you know (laughs) You're in trouble
13: Yeah I think there was For Maureen Kearney Spoke volumes there They're struggling I think it's 1-1 in 16-17 games The Edinburgh teams have managed to get back out of a rut really 1-1 and 7 for both of them Celtic thriving at the top there So can Rangers respond tomorrow Gordon?
6: Well Rangers know the task in front of them Because if they want to go back top of the league tomorrow night They must win by four clear goals at Dens Park There's the target can they meet it?
1: Yeah, Scottish football is never letting us down at the moment. The stories are everywhere, big results, big games, everywhere you turn. Thank you to Hugh Kevens, Mark Wilson, and Alex Ray for joining me in the studio this afternoon. This is going to turn into an Oscar speech because I've got so many thanks. But appreciated the top team all around the grounds keeping us up to speed. And of course, everyone, not only who helped facilitate the auction, but who bid as well. Your money is needed and it is really, really appreciated. So make sure you join us on Monday night's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh will be here Alex will be here and so will I as we look back on the weekend's action including Dundee against Rangers tomorrow and of course we will give you a final round up of that price uh, to Wembley as well GBX is up next so uh, get your weekend started
0: super scoreboard with thompson's personal injury
4: solicitors a team that gets results every week talk to thompson's.com